Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hello, pretty lady. Hope you're off having an awesome day. Wanted to talk to you about something funny that happened to me the other day. So I asked my husband to go to the store and, you know, he he actually told me, oh, I'm going, you know, I can get what you need instead of you going out. So I was I was happy about that. He's very sweet. And so I said, "Okay, sure. I need three things. I think I was milk, bread and eggs or something like that. So he went. And then when he went, I started thinking to myself, oh, wait, I forgot to tell him that I also need paper towels and I also need napkins and I also need toilet paper. And I said, oh. And I also need dishwashing soap. And I said, oh, that's easy. When he's in the bread aisle, he'll see the paper towel. And then once he sees the paper towel, he'll also see the napkins and the toilet paper and know that we need those two because he already knows that we need them because we mentioned it. I didn't tell him that day when I was leaving, but we've talked about it in the house like, oh, I need to go buy that. I need to buy that. So do you know what happened? My husband went to the store. He came home and guess what he had bought? He said he bought milk bread and eggs. Exactly what I asked for. I laughed at myself because I said, you are so crazy. What made you think that he's going to go to the store and think like you? What made you think? You know how as a woman, when you go to the store, even if you didn't plan to buy something, once you see it, you remember that you need that. I just assumed (laughs) that the same thing would happen to this man. And I laughed at myself and I didn't even tell him about it because I was saying to myself, how could he not see it's in the same aisle? I pretty much have the aisles memorized of certain stores. It's in the same aisle. How could he not see that we needed that? How could he not remember once he saw it? Um, Because he's a man. That's how, Makita, that's how. So I laughed at myself and I tell you that story for you to know that there is one ability that your husband will not have. I wanted to do this series called Preparing for Marriage. It's all about preparing for marriage. The first years is what I called it because, you know, they say like the first three years are hard. Some people say the first eight years are hard. I, I would say eight years, it's it's a little aggressive. I would say the first three really are, are challenging only because you have two people coming from completely different backgrounds. And look at your own family, right? If you have siblings, if you have brothers and sisters, you guys are completely different. And you grew up with the same parents some of the time, you know. Let's Im- And you grew up in the same house, treated the same most of the time, right? And you're completely different. So imagine somebody coming from a whole different house, sometimes a different state, sometimes even a different country, sometimes a whole nother culture that they're used to. And then you guys come to live together. There is going to be some iron sharpening iron. There's going to be some some abrasive moments, some scary moments, some moments where you're like, okay, what's going on? (laughs) You know, you're not understanding each other. There may be moments where you don't even know why you're fighting. You don't even know why you guys are arguing. It doesn't it's not even making sense. All of that is based on your differences and your differences have to do sometimes with unmet expectations. Sometimes your differences have to do with perceptions. It's all this underlying communication things that it's not really that you're mad at the person. It's just that maybe you see things differently. 
So one superpower that your husband will not have is the ability to read minds. Your husband will not be able to read your mind. He will not be able to know what you want. He will not be able to know what you need unless you say something. Now, you know, most of us have, uh, as women, we have a romantic viewpoint. We just feel like, you know, he should know. He should know. He should know that that hurts me. It's common sense. No, no, ma'am. It's not common sense. It's it's your perception. It's your disposition. It's based on how you were raised sometimes. It's based on your your ideal. It's your expectation. It's not common sense. So your husband does not have the ability to read minds, unfortunately, with all the superpowers that he possesses. That is one power that God did not give him the ability to remind. So what that means is that you're going to have to learn to communicate in an effective way. You're going to have to learn how to communicate in a way that you bring him influence and not, not make him feel like you're judging him, not make him feel like you're putting him down, that you're able to influence him to change. You're not, at the end of the day, it's not an argument. It's not a, you know, bashing. You're not bashing him. He doesn't feel like you're putting, you're making him feel like he's a bad guy. You're going to have to learn communication. You're going to have to learn how to fight fair. You're going to have to learn how to, and I'm going to put um, some books in the, in the description box. You're going to have to learn how to be a person that he can feel that he can trust, that he can be vulnerable in front of, because he needs to be able to tell you stuff too. And one thing you'll find out about men when you get married is that they don't talk. I'll do a whole nother podcast episode on that. They really don't talk. I know you want them to pour out your heart like your best friends pour out their heart, but they won't. They really don't talk. So (laughs) you're going to have to learn how to make him feel safe. The Proverbs 31 woman, it says that the heart of her husband safely trusts her. Your husband should trust you. He should feel like he can tell you anything. He should feel like he can um, confide in you. But that's a skill. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight. So communication in itself is a skill. But one very, very big skill is learning that your husband does not read mine. So you're going to have to tell him, you know, you can't do a thing where he's like, what's wrong? And you say nothing. And he said, you sure? And you say nothing. Yeah, nothing's wrong. Anytime we hear, anytime as women, anytime we say nothing's wrong, we know something's wrong. But what we want is for them to pull it out. We want them to ask like 10 more times. And then we want them to come and sit close and put their arm around our shoulder and then and then put, you know, hold up our chin with their hand and and just, you know, look in our eyes until we melt and, and tell him everything. That's what we're looking for. But there's some men, that if you tell them nothing, they'll say, okay, uh, let's go. Want to watch the game? <laughs> you know, they, that's what they're going to say because you told them nothing. You can't assume that they're going to read your mind and know that there's really something. Not every man grew up with women. Not every man grew up, even those that grew up with men, women, that doesn't mean they have emotional intelligence or high emotional intelligence is what I should say. There are some men that have very high emotional intelligence. They know that when, when a woman says nothing, that means sit and listen. That means be quiet and be close to her. She wants you near her. Yeah. But those men are probably studied psychologies or probably are psychologists or they're pastors for a living. <laughs> the The rest of the men don't know what in the world you're talking about. And they don't know why you say nothing's wrong, but you're slamming things in the house or why you say nothing wrong, but you're pouting in front of him. Like he's trying to watch the game. You keep walking back and forth so he'll see you because what you really want is his attention. So why don't you just say you want his attention? 
simple. <laughs> so you're going to have to learn to communicate and then you're going to have to learn to be vulnerable as well. Because part of that facade that we do is because we're afraid of breaking down our barriers, but we want to break them down, but we're afraid. So we want them to make us feel safe to break them down. But guess what? Nobody has time to know that all of that is going on in your head. Nobody knows all of that is going on in your head. Only you know. <laughs> so you need to be able to learn how to communicate your needs. You need to be able to learn how to communicate your expectations. And you need to learn how to separate expectations and perceptions from reality. Let me give you an example. Maybe you grew up in a house where your father was a handyman and you're used to a man fixing everything. Then you get married and the doorknob breaks and your husband's like looking to see who he can call. And you're like, what? That's not men. Men aren't supposed to act like that. But yeah, every man is different. Maybe in his house, that's how they did it. Every man, or maybe that's just his personality. He'd rather pay for it. Maybe he doesn't have the time. So does that mean that he's less of a man? So you see what I mean by perception? That's your perception. That's not based on reality. That's just your perception based on your history, based on your past. So you need to be very, very careful about that when it comes to communication and when it comes to expectations that you set for yourself or for your spouse. Hope this helps you prepare for the first years, learn everything you can about communication and practice with men that you don't like. Because if you practice with a man that you like, you might end up falling in love and he may not be the right one. So practice with men that you don't like, practice communication or practice with your friends, friends that have different personalities from you. Practice communication, practice conflict resolution, practice telling somebody what you're feeling, what you're feeling without making them feel like they're wrong or they're bad or they're terrible. OK, those things are very, very important. Now, imagine if you and your husband are living an awesome life. You guys are communicating well. You guys are able to understand each other. You guys have like a secret language. You know, you just look at each other and know what the other person means. All of those things are possible. But in the beginning, when you get married, it may be a little rocky. But what's going to help you is educating yourself and practicing um, the art of communication and educating yourself on, on who your spouse is. You know, some people, they communicate differently because they have a different personality, because they have a different background. So you need to educate yourself and to know those things so that you are better equipped to have heaven on earth in your home. All right. Have a great day now. Take care. Bye bye. I'm sure you got a lot out of today's episode. Don't forget to share. And guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end here. Hop online to www.husbandfactory.com to subscribe to my VIP newsletter. Just scroll to the bottom of any page and you'll see the button there. Remember, all the great love stories you've ever heard, out of all of them, yours is going to be the best. Can't wait to hear it. See you next week.